Welcome back everybody to Down for the Count. Yes, we know we did have a season finale show, but just for y'all, we're doing a bonus episode this year. Janae is not here. She is currently working. Again, thoughts and prayers to her because it's working retail on the holidays. I got Tiff and Nicole with me, and we have a very special guest, the man of the hour from We Love Wrestling. We got Trady. So everyone say hi. Hey. <laughs> Hello. Wow. I don't know. We did all very good. You guys good. are just like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we're going to do a quick warning tonight. Tonight's episode is going to be sort of heavy. We're going to try to keep it lighthearted, but some com- topics of conversation, we just can't do that. We are going to be talking about the Teddy Hart documentary that was released on Peacock. Um, so if you guys don't want to hear anything that goes on with him, because there is um, talk of abuse, drug use, human trafficking, murder, all that fun stuff. Um, if you don't want to listen to us, that's completely fine. We'll catch y'all in January, but consider this your warning. So what'd y'all think of this? Because this was flat out fucking insane. Uh, what, let, let's start with the fucking cats. Like those cats have seen some shit. What's what's with the obsession with the cats? They're everywhere. Like I, his house was disgusting. There was weed paraphernalia everywhere, and it wasn't just like in one room. It was throughout the whole house. There were cats everywhere. Everywhere you looked, there was a cat. They were feeding all of them on these like trays, which just it's it, it's got to smell. Them cats took took me out. I was just like, what the fuck? You know, it had, you know I had a smell in there, too. Oh, I want to know what's up with the hearts and cats. That's what I'm saying. Like, all of them are like that. Natalia has hella cats. And it's them cats that breed, too. Yeah. Don't those cats get pregnant, like, super easily or something like that, too? <laughs> off in the background Carrie yeah. um what do you think of this because you and me were talking and we both agreed Teddy Hart is a very weird dude you know uh... <laughs> <laughs> give me a second here hold on <laughs> are you are you okay <laughs> oh, I just start thinking about the Teddy Hart shit, and I start uh, tearing out because uh, <laughs> this is a nasty motherfucker. <laughs> I got them cats, you know. What I'm saying? I'm cool with like one cat, but this motherfucker had like a hundred cats. <laughs> uh, um, I said, I know because you know cat got the, 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 the litter box and shit. Oh. And now the stupidest shit I saw from it. <clears throat> Besides him having all the goddamn cats. What the fuck is a cat jugular? Ju- <laughs> what is that? Just, I juggle uh... cats for a living. 
Like, who juggles cats? Like, who who woke up and said, I'm going to go find me a cat and I'm going to juggle the goddamn cat? Like, that right there should let you know when you meet this motherfucker, oh, you got issues. He was like, it's just, uh, you know what? Look, we're going to get past these cats and shit, but this is a tight fuck. Like, and I'm calling out everybody in the wrestling business who was cool with this guy because he was still getting booked on some shows. Like, I didn't know. But I saw him at, like, MLW. And mm-hmm. he asked for a dollar. I gave him a dollar. He stapled it to somebody's head. I was like, he a heart for real? Like, I didn't know he was really in the heart family. <laughs> I, I didn't know this guy, but Trey Flynn. Trey, Trey Flynn. Like, he's nasty. <laughs> he should be called the nasty heart. Cause that, yeah. that's all I gotta say. I got more to say, but this motherfucker nasty. And that, and then it was like, well, the thing that like really just jarred me in like the first episode, like right when they were showing this, was like his wife at the time was talking about like, oh, like selling the cat placentas and shit. Yo, when the cat was born and she was like, oh, he's having a baby. Let's come over here and look. And I'm like, I don't want to see that. You know what? Let's get past the cats. Let's talk about the motherfuckers <laughs> who was recording these these people, because he was going over there like. Oh, I have some problems with him too. He, he's sketchy as shit, honestly. Like, why are you yeah. recording Teddy Hart daily? And after like the second day, you know you ain't getting no footage. But you really thought you had a reality show? Mm-hmm. Some don't sound right because uh-huh. it's like. And how he even said he found Teddy. I'm like, Teddy is a deep cut even for wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. So how'd you find him, my guy? He, I, I didn't believe half the shit that he was spewing. You didn't believe half of it? I didn't, like, what he was like, what this, like, reporter guy was saying and all this, and it's, it's just like, I don't know. There was something about him that like turned me off because it's just like I think he was putting on an act, but it wasn't even a good act. Like you could see right through it. Because like when it came to I mean, I know we're skipping ahead, we'll get to um the girl here, but he was I think he knew I think he knew Teddy did something because he was acting way too damn calm because i'd be like seriously dude what the fuck people are calling me what the hell did you do like why are you why am i an accomplice in your shit now and then it's like he had his students and it's just like uh his students like didn't learn anything like if anything they were just like cleaning his house and feeding his cats yo like twenty five hundred dollars they were paying though twenty five hundred dollars to clean cat shit and pee. Yeah. No. Teddy Hart. Yeah, how- I didn't even learn how to take box. <laughs> and I'm like, are you still paying it? That's on you. Hello. That's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. What kind of, I was like, what kind of low frequency motherfuckers would continue to go on with this? You said they low like what? Yeah. As soon as I saw that shit, I was like, "Yo, where's a ring at, my guy? Like, you don't have no ring? We go to Stu's basement. 
Be like, oh, we can't shit. even go to Stu's basement. I said, you gotta give me my fucking money back right now. <laughs> I, I don't care. Just give me like 25% of it back so I can just get the fuck out of here and never have to deal with you again. Girl. Not the low vibrational cat plate. <laughs> <laughs> they were. It's just like, if you think, like, $25,000 could do so fucking much. Like, not uh, Sammy Callahan's new wrestling uh, school that he's up in, up in Ohio don't even cost that much. I'm sorry. Uh, like, on some real stuff, though, like, if I paid you... We got to laugh because this is so messed up. We got to make it. Oh, if I paid you $2,500... And I come to your house, and I think I'm going to do wrestling training. And you tell me I need to feed your cats because if I can't take care of your cats, there's no reason for me to wrestle. If you don't give my $2,500 back for our dog, like, are you serious right now, bro? First of all, I wouldn't have paid shit until I seen the facility. I need to see it. You're not getting my money. I don't give a fuck. What is wrong with y'all? <laughs> what like, happened? It's funny you? now that I really it's think it. about it. Because I was so horrified of the bullshit. What you could do, think of what you could do with $25,000. Like, you know how much of a good chunk of a mortgage that'll take out? Or, like, bills paid off for a whole fucking That's year. That's like my rent like for like five months. I mean, he's paying $2,500. 25, I thought it was $2,500. It's $2,500. Oh, okay. He was paying twenty five hundred a month, and if I recall, he had been there for like two, three months. A month? Yeah. It was twenty five hundred. Oh yeah, that stupid a guy. Is that the, still the one with the Ferrari or whatever? No, no, that was that was the that was the other dude the that was actually in the house feeding the cats. <laughs> he was literally <laughs> standing there right along with his wife. Emptying out them cat food cans and feeding the cats. And they was like, you don't think $2,500 is a lot? He was like, I'll do whatever I can to learn from a heart. I'm like, are y'all serious? That would pay for a semester a and a half for my college right house? now. <laughs> they shouldn't just drove. I don't want nobody to drive by Stu's house. Someone lives there. Right? Stand up. <laughs> Stand up. I just like what what is with this guy because like they show him with his parents and like I have never seen parents who look more disappointed in their child than Teddy Hart's mom and dad. They weren't that disappointed because they helped his ass get off on the shit. Well his dad I mean his dad like I got the vibe from his dad that his dad was just like kind of embarrassed and then his dad said something very key in one of those episodes. He was like, yeah. if the girl, if we were her parents, she would be sitting here eating dinner with us. But we're here with Teddy. Yep, that's like, what he said. And that, I, was I was like, like damn. <laughs> right. Like, that took me out. I was just like, the shit that you just said? <laughs> no, nah, but it's a that real family shit, is though. Fucking, that family is a fucking circus. He just was like, well, it is what it is. I'm like, God damn, dude. I said, first yeah. off, you don't like your son because the way no. you No. <laughs> but we're here with Teddy. And exactly. That. And then Inspector was like, yeah. Um, 
Like damn, Teddy. Wearing, I wouldn't like Teddy either. Like your pants just, that much, bro. And he talks in circles. How do you say something without actually saying anything? He does it all the time. And it's, I think he believes he's being profound, but he's really just being stupid. And I, it's idiocy. I have never seen anybody like that before in my life. He's weird. He's a walking, talking character. That's what he is. Like, I just want to know why. Why is it guys who always look like Teddy Hart, the one who think they can pull like so much ass, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I got a wife and a girlfriend," but like, you like they show. I think the most impactful shit is like none of this stuff was reenacted. It was actually like video cameras and like clips from like people. Look, if it gets to the point that you're with your spouse, you have to set up video cameras. Get the fuck out because that's not safe. But like you saw, like it, it's just like he's he's so misogynistic, and he it's just weird because I see that his wife or his ex wife and his girlfriend at the time, and I'm just like, is is his dick just big? Are you in a sex cult? Like, what the fuck are you doing? And then, you know, they show the video of him, like, <laughs> but no, then, then they show, like, his wife or his ex-wife once they get her away from him, and she's just like, oh, he's super clingy, and he'll attach on to anybody who shows him, like, a string of sympathy, and, like, after our second date, he was already trying to marry me. He moved in and all this. And I'm just like, so why didn't you just call the cops and tell him, like, hey, this weird-ass white boy is in my house and he's saying he loves me and all this shit. Come get him out. Because she was already in, already being in love and manipulated. It seemed like he had a pattern. He loved bomb and he started to manipulate and they fall in love. <clears throat> and pretty much he got him hooked within a month or two. And within that month, that first month, he's moved into their house. Look at how he worked with the other girl when you saw the doc. It was very plain how he moves. It do not take much. You ask if he, why dudes like him think they can pull so much ass, it's because they can. And it's not that they can pull ass or they're pulling women. They are targeting specific women. It's specific. Because they know with somebody in their right mind, like me or you or somebody like Nicole, that shit is not going to fly. Just by looking at him, you're going to be like, bitch, is you serious? You can't be serious. But somebody who's indoctrinated into the wrestling world and who worships the Hart family wants to meet him. That's how he got that second girl. He was like, oh, I can get you to meet them. Of course. And he know damn well they don't fuck with him like that. He knows that. But he used that to weasel his way into her heart. And because he's a heart, that was his way in with her. The first wife, he, she was already in the game. She was madam, doing what she was doing, making her money, which lived your best life, whatever works. He got up to her, nestled up to her, worked her down, and he got in. It's a game, and it's a very strategic one. He knows what he's doing. But you got to be able to recognize the game. Now, I'm not blaming her. Because it, she was vulnerable, she was taken advantage of. But at the same time, he's not as dumb as he's presenting himself to be. He knows exactly what he's doing, and he's going to continue to keep doing it because he can. 
what what was like okay so there was a few times during the documentary I had to tap out and like turn it off and walk away and like literally go fucking touch grass because this shit fucked with me because he Teddy Hart reminded me too much of an ex-boyfriend of mine especially like when they're at the restaurant and he starts yelling at that girl and you know threatens to like choke her out and shit like that brought back a lot of PTSD that I didn't realize I had um did you guys have any moments in this when you were like okay this is enough I need to stop like I need a breather well, that part, the that cat. part was. <laughs> no, I'm being the cats. When it came in with the cats, and I saw all of them, I was like, "Hold on, bro. All right, <laughs> there no motherfucker got no cats like that house." But it was oh, the cats are inbred. That's why they look like that. What? They... Yeah, Scottish fold. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think those are Scottish folds. Yeah, they're usually they're they're trying to uninbreed them like real good breeders are actually but yeah that's like how like dalmatians are inbred mm-hmm. oh no are you saying all these cats was related yeah. oh my god I mean, essentially like as a breed i mean like as a breed in general yeah. like to get them to like maintain like the like their char- characteristics like <clears throat> it's a very like inbred breed of cats that's just like how dalmatians are that's just how um what are those dogs with the smushed faces pugs i want to say yeah pugs pugs dalmatians what's the other one bulldogs and bulldogs what Mm -hmm. yeah look at that that's a little fun fact for all you guys um, and that's yeah that and that's also a reason why dalmatians are so hard to hear or don't are very hard to like train and listen because they're fucking inbred yeah look Jesus, um, I, actually, I volunteered at a vet place when i was younger and they told me that that a lot of times breeders will use like animals from like the same like family or litter or whatever they're fucking called and they'll use them to reproduce and like for those cats, for example, what uh, if you Google what those cats really look like compared to what those monstrosities that were running around his house? <laughs> Sorry. No, complete difference because they all look like they're, you know, they're getting like electroshock. Like they're the meth head standing outside the corner, that one, you know? <clears throat> they're not supposed to look like that. And what kind of cats like, did he have? Those Persian cats? Mm-hmm. It's the same cats Natalia have, and I bet you more than anything, those are probably some of Teddy's. Ew. Ugh. But I, um, I didn't know they were inbred. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. So That's for Terry, easy. it was the cats that made him. <laughs> what about <laughs> what about y'all? Like, was there like certain places where you just had to like step away and take a breather and be like, this motherfucker can't be real. He cannot be a real person. The part where he was gaslighting them girls and like every time he took he took a shot at his ex-wife and that girl every chance he got throughout this entire documentary. And it was so weird how he was so fixated on them. That weirded me out. Um, I didn't like how he treated um, 
the wrestler, I can't think of her name, but I didn't like how he talked to her. What really baffled me is that the dude doing the documentary was so focused on trying to make money off of it. He didn't even realize that he had evidence to put this motherfucker in jail. That was a clear threat. That's why right I said there. it's like he was being shady when like, that's why I don't believe him. Cause it's like, why would you want to keep doing this with somebody like that? And he kept saying like, you know, we would talk and then I would see like him just go into like these shades of like true anger and be mad. He's accusing me of this and that. And then he would flip and be like, yeah, this is my friend. He's going to help me out. Like, I'm going to do this. And I'm just like, yeah, but like this man directly threatened to hit this woman right here in front of you on camera you have evidence of this you could have said hey let's go for a walk took her put her in a car took her to the police i have evidence that this man has threatened her life and he will not leave her home okay well let's take necessary steps to get you out of there but you were focused on making money off the documentary then i guess some years passed and one of the girls in your documentary are now missing. And now you do another part to the documentary to, to get it sold, because now it's sold. Now Peacock has picked it up. It's very interesting. Yeah, so that's what got me. He was like, he was trying to sell this, but I'm like, you were trying to sell it, but we're watching it now on Peacock. So you did sell it. Hello. Everything that you wanted to happen, but later, but you trying to say that you you didn't know because it, it never was around you, but you have video showing the shit was around you? Like, come on, bro. And that one doesn't make any trying, sense. It doesn't. Was it he was trying to hit the girl outside? That was when he happened to go pick. Like, this motherfucker was on run from Canada. Mm-hmm. But down here in the States, he was wrestling. Yes. Yeah. And people knew about it. People knew. People knew. They like, knew. This is something that just that messed me up in my head. Like, yo, you have a rape kick. You got this going on in Canada, but you in America wrestling and they booking you like it's okay. Hmm. What? And then like him and the girl at the time were like when they went to Canada, because they're because the whole time he's like, Oh, I didn't do that to her. And blah blah blah, and then like they're treating like going to Canada like they're going on vacation. And then she's like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna meet the Hearts. I'm gonna meet, you know, I'm gonna meet his parents and all that." And then like as soon as they get to the fucking, uh, they get in Canada, she can't enter the country, and he gets arrested. And then she, she can't enter because she had the um, she had the charge from self defense. She had a charge, so she couldn't enter. But he knew so he like, was going to jail. I thought it was like, Mexico. No, it was Canada when he no, was, was going Canada. back to face trial. Oh, that is right. Never mind. I'm thinking later. Mm-hmm. Because like she, because uh, she's just she's like more upset that she can't enter the country, and she's like, I have this cat, and I'm stuck here. I don't know anybody. And it's like, well, what the fuck do you think was gonna happen, bitch? I told you. She was lost in the sauce. That's what know. it was. I don't I'm know telling what you. He was doing. But he whatever doing he something. Was doing, he was, 
master manipulator. Mm. Master manipulator. We saw her this summer, last, maybe, no, yeah, maybe this summer at a show in Illinois. And like, she's doing a lot better, but you know, just mm-hmm. like this stuff. And really, my first time finding out about Teddy Hart and everything, like, I didn't hear nothing about him. Oh, one where he said, How fucking a waste of talent he, he is from the videos that I've seen. But I didn't know nothing about him at that point because I wasn't really in wrestling at that time. So, you right. know, just like, bro, what the fuck? Where, where did you go wrong? I just want Bret Hart to notice me. Yeah. The way he got fired from WWE, though. Well, what was he burned that every bridge. Every bridge he had, he burned it. He was at Ring of Honor, was um, working Ring of Honor, and got fired because he was overdoing spots. The spots that they had in practice, he kept doing it. They got rid of him because of that. Told him he couldn't come back. What was he with was, the like the moon salts? He kept doing like moon salts over and over again. He kept going up there. He was only supposed to do one, from my understanding. It was one spot he was supposed to do. He did it, but he kept climbing the cage and doing it. He did it so much till he threw up. I heard about this. I didn't know it was him though. <laughs> yeah, I, was I was like, I've He's heard crazy. about the situation. But I didn't put two and two together that it was fuck this fucking loser. Um, uh, uh, but back to him being a bitch ass nigga, bitch ass. <laughs> so, I mean, you're not wrong. It's it's just like, how do you? So, <laughs> let's get to like what the main part because we all know he's a piece of shit. And, you know, when they were showing the, the girlfriend at the time and the ex-wife and the other girl that they're flourishing, they're doing a lot better. You know what? Good for fucking them. They, they all, it's all good for them. Um, well, let's get to the part with the girl. I don't want to call her his ex. What was her name? Does anyone remember her name? Which one are you talking about? The one that went Did missing. That the one that missing. Uh-oh. Let me look. Let me look the name up. Samantha. Samantha Fiddler. Yeah. Yes. That was her name. Because I don't want to keep calling her ex-girlfriend with Teddy Hart because I feel like that's an insult to her. Um, this is what really fucked me up too, because I didn't know he actually had footage of her. And to see it play out in real time, and it's not actors, and it's not reenacting. This particularly fucked me up too because and then they showed her sister and her friend if i ever see teddy hart it's on site it really fucking is that's not even a joke what do you mean by that i beat the shit out of him he knows what happened to that girl either he did it or he knows somebody who did it he knows what happened. i'm gonna be honest i'm gonna be honest Alexis. i don't think he does I really don't. When you watch the last episode, you watch it all the way through to the end. Teddy had her passport, but he kept it so that she would come back to him. He knew she couldn't go anywhere. He knew she could not do anything without the passport. So he kept her passport, thinking that he could reel her ass back in. 
she never went back. She stayed running. Now, I do think that she got caught up in some shit because she was dancing at one point. Um, and I think that she ended up, she's either missing or she's been sex trafficked. Either way, he directly is responsible for it. I will say that. But I don't believe that he has anything to do with her um, either being sex trafficked or, or missing or anything like that. I think that he was directly responsible. He definitely caused the events that have happened since then. He he hasn't killed her. I don't believe that. Are you saying somebody who now let me cook right quick? Somebody mm-hmm. who breeds all these cats and shipping cats out. Well, he might not be selling no cats. You don't think he knew somebody who could maybe have something to do with that? Even though he's on the other side of the country at the same night that they said she disappeared and everything. Is it possible? Yes. Yes, he that is some, possible. He ran with some shady-ass people. Not I saying that know. he did, He had but... those people who would fucking walk to his house paying $2,500 a fucking month. Who knows? But I, here's, I, don't, I don't know. The only correlation I I see with it is he put her in that situation and whatever happened to her after him, he is the direct cause of it. But he probably was just like, F you, whatever, do your thing. I don't care that you're down here by yourself. You can't go nowhere. I got your passport. You got to come back and see me if you even want to get back into Canada. So you always going to be here, whatever. And then he never saw her again. Right. That's what I'm saying. Man, forget her. She, I don't know what happened to her. They want to, but, but then if you don't know, the nigga was like, she's gone. I can't tell you what happened to her. Why would you say she's gone if you, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, uh. it's just the glitter gel in his hair, sparkling and shit. When they were showing him coming out of jail, he was wearing his shirt that said like like Teddy Hart on it. He's like, oh yeah, when I'm in Canada and I'm wearing this, I get a fucking pass. And I'm like, I don't think you do, bro. I really don't fucking think you do. I mean, he might because he went to jail. They When they went back to Canada and he went to mm-hmm. jail and the dude who number he said he just remembered and the guy was like, yeah, he just called me. And bailed him out and let Teddy just stay with him. That's, and that's with all his cats. Putting oh. all his money up on them. Like he mm-hmm. might be able to get away with that. Cause there's some people who are really that crazy with wrestling who think wrestling rules the world. And they would be out here capping doing stuff like that. Weird. Weirdo behavior. And it's but, like it was like so white trash because it's like. He's sitting on that porch with the guy and the kid's son's out there and the kid's just wearing a diaper and they're throwing like bottles and breaking them. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Did he lease a Lexus car for them? That's what I think. They're, they were talking to a guy, the other promoter that he was trying to start something with. Because like, and it's gross because the way he stated it was that, uh, Oh, fuck, I just forgot her name. Shit. Samantha. Samantha. And it sounded so creepy because I'm like, 
they're like, oh, we can make money off of her. She's going to be this. I'm like, oh my God, they groomed her. They fucking groomed her. Because he was working with that other guy and they're like, oh yeah, you know, if you buy a car, blah, blah, blah. And then like they ghosted the guy on the car payment. That was after she got the boob job. Yeah. Yeah, so he paid for her titties and he paid for the car. The car. And then like, they ended up living in the car. Idiot. And then they, then they ended up living in the car. Yeah. I was like, Jesus. That girl had never seen the ocean. She get down there. Finally get to see it. And then shit went to hell. After he broke up with her, he ended up going back to the girl he met in Florida. And she was like, yeah, he had her passport. I saw it in the car. I said, okay. He knew how to write a name, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Or still does. I don't, is he still getting booked out here? Um, I think a lot. I mean, I haven't seen him. I think MLW has cut ties with him. Um. <laughs> I'm gonna oh, side out Brian Pillman Jr. on uh, a little bit because he's like, "Oh, I have nothing to do with him anymore." I'm like, "Dude, you were just tag teaming with him like a couple of months, like a year ago." But and I know okay. for a fact the information about that girl being missing was out because we did the story on it, so it was there, and you knew. So we talked about him and Chase and Rance, who oh, may have geez. possibly been been part. Remember, because she. Because way uh, I remember it because it was like, wasn't it? Um, Jason Rance was allegedly part of like what happened to her or something like that. Well, he. I don't. I don't remember him being mentioned in the in the documentary. They, he was there. They interviewed him. So see, that's that's okay. where I have the issue there, right? So the dude who's recording, he's around. He had Jason on there. He had fucking. You know, he's right there with Teddy and everything. Mm-hmm. And she came out with the the oh, she wrestled here and everything, did this and that, but she she couldn't do it and then she just left. But no, motherfucker, you were cause of it too, because she went and got the job from somebody that you introduced her to, and she was just living out with some with the dude with the dude's cousin. That's what I got from it. That he he gave somebody a job, and mm-hmm. the person who gave her the job, she started living with his cousin at her house for a while, mm-hmm. and then they said she got crazy and left. Yeah, they got into it, and she put the girl out. Samantha left, and then after that, nobody knows what happened to her. She popped up um, in Florida somewhere. In Miami. And, got him, and she ended uh-huh. up trying to get her ID. She couldn't get that. She started dancing for a little while, was making a little bit of money, and every now and then she would call home to her sister, tell her she's trying to get home. I'm going to be home. Last time they saw her, she was taking a headshot. Um, she had blonde hair. She had cut it short, drastically changed what she looked like. And then they released her, and then she was missing. Ever since then, I've seen her since. Um, I was just like, I don't want to say it, but I don't think she's alive right now at this point. 
I think she maybe have passed on. And that's, that's the shitty thing. Like this family is never going to have closure when it comes to her. And then I can, and then the sister, like I can understand how like the sister is getting upset. They're like, somebody knows what's happened to her, but no one's saying shit. And it all goes back to him. He's just, what? He needs to be black. I just can't take him seriously with the fucking Zuma flu boo pants. And... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Jesus. The wood pants? <laughs> and like Zuma flu. I can't think like. What is Zuma flu? You old. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> In the 90s, if the guys were wearing for like a hot second, the Zumba. They were right here. Yeah, Zumba's. The one that um, Mojo Rally used to wear all the time. Uh-uh. Yes. Okay. She was saying Zumba. I was like, what is Zumba? <laughs> <laughs> I was okay. trying to figure out what I was talking about. Okay. I know he, he's yeah, still like, yeah. and he wears them like Mojo was wearing them, I think, unironically, but he like wears them because he, he, Thinks like they're fucking actually cool. And he thinks they're fly. We no, very no. stuck in two in the two thousands, the early two thousands. What grown men the, don't dye their tips blonde? I just want to know. Like with the with the weird cut in his beard and what the, you just the heart. I just I want to know. That's what? how that's how everyone should have known that he was a menace to society. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing, but your truth was. You can't help it. Like, that should have told everybody all we needed to know. Jail immediately. I mean, but Trey makes a decent point. Like, how was he still getting booked with everybody in the wrestling world, at least those who are in control, know what is going on with him in Canada? I knew this. Because they don't care. Have you not been go. around for the last two years? Are you ready to go here? Yeah. These well, motherfuckers is trifling and wrestling out here. And that's why I'll be like, support the wrestlers. But then you find out stuff about the wrestlers too. And it's like, oh, I got cut ties. But motherfuckers, people know stuff about people, but they keep it to themselves and they don't want to tell everybody or let it get out. So it's like an accountability issue with a lot of people out here that actually need to come about and do it. Yeah, they had the speaking out thing, but if you really look at after speaking out, some of the people who were mentioned in the speaking out are still getting booked because it's, mm-hmm. I don't even know. It's a fucked up thing. Me, myself, since I am on the indie scene and I hear something, I pull myself away. I let my people know, hey, probably ain't the best decision, but who am I to go out here and whistleblow on somebody because when you find out, everybody already knows. So it's like, damn, everybody knows the same information already. So it's these promoters and the people booking that are friends with them, like, oh, let me make sure my friend is eating all this and that. That's where the problem lies. That's not cool. Oh, Teddy Hart, he was just on the Peacock special. 
uh, we can uh, dangerous breed. So if we book him, it may drive some people to come to the show and see it because they said at the end he trying to do his redemption thing. Like, and the dude who did the recording, if you're trying to expose Teddy Hart, why did it's like four or five times in there he was like he's on his redemption tour, still trying to do everything, like still trying to make him look kind of okay at the end. That's why I said that. Um, whoever that dude is, the uh, documentary guy, is an unreliable narrator. Narrator. One hundred percent agree. That's just trash. How are you gonna clean up the industry, or at least make it so that it is it's reasonable to be a part of it if you don't do what's necessary to get rid of those? Who are fucking it up. Because they don't give a shit, honestly. Well, I'll put it this way. You got you got guys in the industry who are at the top of the industry right now. Promoters want them to come because that'll bring in money. That'll bring in eyes and put butts in the seats. All right, but that same dude that got built up and was able to, to command all this power, there's about 15 other dudes behind him who could be built up and command that same power. Depends on how they wield that power. And you're sitting here telling me that you want to focus on this, these particular dudes because they're putting butts in the seats. But you've got about 15 other guys who could do what they're doing and more, and they're decent people. They're not out here trying to sexually assault nobody. They're not out here trying to fuck up people's bags. They're willing to work and still make the company worth, make money, like, what are you doing? What What look is at, happening here? Look at what's his tits on NXT. Uh, JD McDunnan, whatever his real name is. I can't remember because he's just not worth remembering. Why is he there? Who? Jordan Devlin. Devlin. JD McDonough. Not Insult to the people. Ugh. When it comes to JD, from my understanding, when they did the investigation, which they claim they did one, they didn't find any evidence to prove it, which I'm like, yeah, that, that's going to happen. He's denying it. She's saying that it's true. It depends on who you believe. That lady gave detailed accounts of what happened. Very detailed. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like he sexually assaulted me in Canada and that was it. No, she broke it down time by time by time. We were here, here, here. He did this. I said no. Yada, yada, yada. It was very, very detailed to the point that somebody else copied it and was trying to use it. Oh, who was it? I cannot remember. Oh, I forgot. Who was that, that was such a that was such an odd time. That was so much going on. Because I remember I was reading it and I was like, someone posted the same exact thing. Marty? No, it was Riddle. It was Riddle. It was on Riddle. Yes. But somebody said, this like, sounds so familiar. It was yeah, exactly the same me. account that that mm-hmm. girl said about um JD McDonald. Now <clears throat> In their defense, they did pull McDonough during the time frame that he was accused. He was shell, okay? 
didn't see him until they started that cruiserweight shit again. And then he popped back up. They had him wrestled in, and then he was in NXT UK for the remainder of the time. And then he pops up in, in WWE on the um, NXT on the US brand. Oh, y'all talking about the motherfucker who's ahead of the game, the big head. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got it. I'm sick. I had to put two and two together. I'm like, I remember Devlin, but he changed him. Yeah, because he said he is the motherfucker that's ahead of the game. No, that's how because he said something on Twitter. He was like, I, I take this personally that they saying that they ahead. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, you just a big head. You just ahead of the game or some shit. And he was like, motherfucker. I was like, what? Big head? <laughs> like, that's all I remember about because I remember people saying stuff about him and then I just started calling him big head. Like, what's your big head ass doing here? <laughs> I'm like, get up out of here. Oh, my God. But my bad. Sorry. When two just hit, I was like, they talking about the big head. Okay. <laughs> Look like I a mean, fake. We're gonna, and I can't. What's, what's even worse is like you have people like there's no reason why Chase and Ranch should be even be running a uh, a wrestling school either, much less people from the WWE going to their train and like be all smiles with them while they're taking pictures with them. You know what I say to that though? You do you. I'm going to do me. You want to go down there and you know what this motherfucker did to a child? A child. He sexually assaulted And now he's tagging with a 16-year-old student of his? And then he's producing wrestling content, custom matches as they play them. But they're sexually suggestive. Let's just call it what it is. Okay. It's like mm-hmm. borderline softcore porn you're producing and you're masking it with wrestling. People pay for a particular match between certain people and they do certain things that are requested. Sometimes they're fetishy, other times they're just straight matches. Depends on who's paying for it. Okay. And you sitting there as the documentary guy who created this whole situation. You're sitting there interviewing him, knowing what he's capable of. Me personally, I wouldn't have had you on my shit. I would have just been like, she trained at Chase and Rand School. I wouldn't even mention it. I'd have been like, she's been at this school. She trains this dojo. Here's some footage of her running the ropes on her social media. You wouldn't have got no plug from me. Because I'd have been all in your business. Like, why did you sexually assault that little girl? And why are you still training young young adults in your school? You're still around children. Don't you have don't you have something you have to adhere to? Like you're not supposed to be within certain feet of kids. And what is going on in Florida that that is possible and it's public knowledge that he's done this? And ain't nobody went to the school to investigate or arrest him for it. You said Florida, and that was all you needed to say. Sadly, yes. Florida answered trash there is a point that he had got ran out of florida um but then he came back and the point that it happened was when he went on duke loves wrestling and said all that shit and they was coming down on him real hard so he ran to the west coast 
for like a year. And then, uh, yeah, back. Mm-hmm. Because him and Joey Ryan's ass were trying to do the same circuits. Please, Joey Ryan can, got found out. You can out be a whole ass Disney. pedophile, proven pedophile, and still everybody's everybody's okay. They came out said that he apparently was in therapy, not allowed to interact with minors and submit the drug testing when he did all his stuff. So I don't know. It's in Florida, so I don't know. They're not giving them no type of plug. But, yeah. I mean, Florida is the reason why fucking uh, Velveteen Dream didn't get hit with any charges with his accusations that came up. I was going to say something real messed up, but I forgot what I was going to say. It'll come to me. But overall, this documentary, it's it's pretty heavy. And the fact that you see Samantha, I think that's what really hits it hard, too, because then, like, her sister sees it, and then, you know, she starts, or her friend and her sister sees it, and they start breaking down and crying because that's, like, the first time they've been actually able to, like, hear her voice because her sister's like, I forgot what she sounded like. And it's just... We've been seeing this kind of issue with documentaries like this. Uh, the Casey Anthony documentary came out. I ha- will never watch oh, it. I'm not watching that shit. I'm not watching that bitch sit up there and lie. I'm not, I'm not. doing it. She's a I ran that bitch out of, bitch. We, were, we ran her out of town. Bitch. We ran her out of Ohio for a reason. Good job, Ohio. She been lying her whole, the whole fucking time. She been lying. That she, whole time, she did something to that girl. She, she did. And we'll, she we're going to go back. Girl. Yeah, she killed her. We're all like, going to circle back to get on track. But yeah, I was but, living um, in Columbus when she moved to Columbus to hide after all this, after the trial. And I remember I was like, like on Facebook or some people are like, I think it was that art, the Crow Ghetto. Someone was like, I stare like, I swear to God, this is Casey Anthony here. And someone was like, and I was like, I know you fucking lying. And then people start confirming. They're like, no, that's her. And a bunch of people found out where she was staying because she was staying. It was it's one of her family members' house. Like literally, like so many of us, like literally, like they like it was like a huge thing. Like the police have they like had a roadblock. They were literally outside, like chasing that bitch out of Columbus. Holy shit. Like there was literally people like driving her out of Columbus. Period. Good I job. Shout out to Columbus. For that day. Yeah, they drove that bitch out. I wasn't a parent at the time, but I'm just thinking like if my kid, and I'm thinking about it now, if my kid went messing for one day, I would just be tearing the whole fucking world down looking for her. Uh, my kid going missing for 30 days and you don't do a goddamn thing about it. You did it. You fucking did it. Or you had someone do it. And I bet you more than anything, her fucking parents were in on it too. I don't think her father, I don't, I'll put it this way. Her parents, her mother has been protecting her this whole time. Her father wanted to know where the baby girl was and Casey would not tell him anything. She's accusing him of sexual assault 
on her and her daughter. And I just don't believe her. I, I don't believe that her father yeah. did anything to her. They've been coddling that girl her entire life. She's been lying and doing shit out the way her whole life. She never wanted to have Kaylee. She never wanted to have her. And then she lies for like three months about where the girl is. She's out partying. She took the police. This part of the doc, I don't think that's in the doc, and I haven't watched it. But when you watch the um, all the documentaries and read all the information about her, when they caught her, and it was like, okay, well, where were you? And she says, oh, I had a job. I was at work. It was like, oh, well, where'd you work? She said, oh, yeah, I worked at Disney World. This hoe took them all the way down there, had them walking through the park, through the offices, through the facilities, talking about she worked there. And then as soon as they got in, she kept doubling back, couldn't figure out where to go. That's when she stopped and said, I lied. I don't really work. Took them all the way through the Disney facility. And you're trying to convince me that somehow you don't know what's going on. The evidence was in your car. The mother is the one who removed the shit out the car and cleaned it. She ruined the evidence to prove that the girl was dead in the car. I don't think her father and them had anything to do with that. She did. I don't know. She gives me Jody Arias vibes like so bad. I think she killed that girl and I think that she covered it up. I think her mother knows what she did, but she she don't want to lose another um, daughter. She'd already lost her granddaughter, so she don't want to lose her daughter. So she's been doing everything she can to protect her. And she demonized her father. Oh, Oh, shit. Let me tie this in. So just like Teddy Hart's parents, they lost one son when he was young. Mm -hmm. That's right. And everything, you know what I'm saying? That's why they paid that money. But, you know, and that's what... You know what I'm saying? It's all it's all related. Yep. I completely forgot about his brother because there was there's just so much. No, because that's what fucked him. That's what fucked him up so much. The first yep. mm-hmm. I think whatever him losing his brother the way that he did, that's what really fucked him up. And his parents said something they was like, and he always like when he breaks down, he's like, "It should have been me, not him. It should, they should have took me." So you why didn't they get him some counseling or something? They tried. They did. Yeah. They tried, but didn't they say like we? Didn't they say like he? We couldn't force them to go, so we just gave up or something like that too. Or wouldn't have been me. Like Your ass we can't force him to go. Drop his he ass off been the sitting there. Thank you. The fuck. I don't, I don't know. It's, I get the whole Hart family just, they got issues, man. Really yeah, because it, it was also weird because they said at like 16, he started wrestling. Mm-hmm. So probably trying to get him to go and do all this counseling and everything. He probably was already out the house by that time. Like doing his thing because he said he opened up a school talking about the youngest heart, you know, wrestling school and everything. And I was like, damn, how much time did this little motherfucker have in the dungeon then? <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't think he went in the dungeon though. Was did he go? They mentioned the dungeon. I don't think he did. Like they talked mm-hmm. about it, but 
Yeah, that's but something. Y'all were I didn't hear where they said he went in the dungeon or he was there or anything, but they talked about it. And he told people he was trained there. So it's like, were you just a little kid down there, like playing around like they were yeah. and everything? And you no. gotta, like. He had to be, because like Natalia and TJ were like the last two students of the dungeon before they shut it down because Stu died. How old is um Teddy? I think Natty is older than Teddy, though. He, he is. So, <clears throat> this, he is, oh, he is 42 years old. Oh, that's okay. So, thing. when he got the WWE, they said he was like 18, 19, right? Yeah. yeah. So, was he's Natalia already years, there. He's two years older than Natalia. Natalia is 40. So, Natalia, when did Natalia get to WWE? Um, hang on. I didn't know. Okay. Yeah. Hang on, I'm, I'm looking. She definitely was not there then. Yeah. So she did the indies. Da, 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 da. So uh, he got there he first, was... obviously. Then he washed out, like, after a year or so. And then Natalia came um, after that. So yeah, apparently she debuted in 2007, 2008. Damn, Natalia's been there for a long-ass time. I told you. I told you. <laughs> I've been telling you. She been there for a she was birthed there. Shit. I've been telling you. I he could have, I mean, he could have just learned the basics and then I mean because his dad wrestled too. Yeah, but but it seemed like his parents just let him do whatever the fuck he wanna do. I think it's just because they knew he had so much, like, this is just from what I, what I saw, because I'm not a psychiatrist or anything, but, like, I think it was, like, they saw, like, how he was with his brother, they're like, oh, we have to be gentle with him, and I think he may have took full, full advantage of that, like, I think he knew how to play his parents. Oh, 100%. Yeah. That's their fault. Like he, I mean, I'm not taking away that the man didn't grieve for his brother. I'm not saying that, you know, but like, I think over time he knew how to use that grief to play his mom and dad. Cause then it's like the dad, the mom looks like she's kind of a coddler and the dad's just like, get the fuck out of my house. Like, that's the vibe I got from the dad. Like he didn't want to be on camera. He didn't want Teddy there to begin with. At least that's the vibe that I got. At the same time, it's like they probably still paying his bills. Like, ain't no fucking way he afford living anywhere on his own. Uh, so it's like, I don't even want to hear that shit from him. He had that house in Texas, remember? <clears throat> when he, when but he did he actually running... have his own money for that, though? Probably not. But what I was what I was gonna ask though before we got uh, distracted with hating on Casey Anthony, but you're seeing how they're coming out with these kind of documentaries, and as sick it is sick as it is, you're seeing people like being sympathizers and apologists for people who have such shit behavior and are actual legit monsters. Do you think this is gonna make people go, oh, you know what? He had such a hard life. He's misunderstood. We should give him another chance. Do you, do you guys see not. that? Do you guys see Absolutely people not. doing that for Teddy Hart or like people are just going to be like, no. no, we need to stay the fuck away from him? More than likely the wrestling community, um, it's going to be split. Some people are going to fuck with him. Others aren't. 
because that's how it is. But yeah. that documentary didn't put him in a good light in any way, shape, or form. There was no redeeming qualities in that documentary that would say to me, you know what? I think Teddy Hart deserves a second chance. If anything, his ass needs to be in the same asylum. Legitimately. He needs to be in an insane asylum and he needs to be intensive therapy. First of all, figure out why you're so in love with these goddamn cats. Because I, I don't I don't get it. I'm very confused by it. And second, you need to figure out why you have such an aggression towards women who stand up to you. Where does that come from? Because the moment they say no or they push back at something you want to do you become very belligerent and you're constantly reverberating and regurgitating the same shit to them over and over and over again. It's ritualistic. I don't like it. So those are the things that he, I get from it. Your ass need to be somewhere and get some damn help. I mean, 24 hour lockdown style help. Yeah. It's you out here, your ass is out here on national, on a streaming service, that streams all over the world with glitter, hair gel, and spikes in your head. Wow. I feel like you you lost in the sauce in more ways than one. You just need help. But I'm not going to be the one to give it to you. Uh, Carrie, Nicole, what do you guys think? Do you think there are going to be people who are going to be like apologists and like feeling bad for Teddy Hart or do you think on this time people are going to be like you're on your own dude we're not dealing with you people are already booking him so <laughs> yeah Christ. there's going to be people who don't book him and there's going to be people who are going to be like you know what whatever like I gave it a go like that's the same thing with like Tess like Tessa Blanchard still getting bookings um what's that bitch's name um you got people like, oh God, what's her name? I'm blinking. Um, someone else is who's terrible. <clears throat> and then you have people, hell, people are still booking Chase and Rance. So huh. it's like, we can like, you know, all this stuff comes about, but these people still get fucking bookings. You just, about the great thing is about it is you can choose not to spend your money with those people. Hello. But here writes the problem. Say you were at an indie show and it's like people you want to see, like think of some of the favorite people you have on the indies. And then on the card also is Teddy Hart. Do you still go and like fuck yourself out of seeing people that you actually nope. like? No. 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 So I can see him at another show. I mean, you got to have a little more integrity in that. But I also would encourage the wrestlers to have more integrity than that. I mean, I'm so not you saying you have to. No, because see, you got to have, have some fucking morals somewhere. You got to have something. I'm not saying you got to lay down your life for everything, but come the fuck on. Are y'all y'all out here wrestling? Y'all know that these motherfuckers are nasty and they are dirty. And y'all not doing nothing about it. Y'all not trying. Y'all not going to band together and get rid of them. Y'all just going to keep going? I know his bag smell like cat pee. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
There's fucking, there's, you open the goddamn bag, there's probably a cat in there. You'd be like, hey, you want my cat? No, like, what the fuck? Serious. <laughs> you can't be that serious. That's the most, un- the most unserious motherfucker. You can talk about, you can't be serious. He's not serious. The whole issue got to do better. This is the simplest explanation. I mean, this man is booked and a woman has gone missing because of him and nobody's saying anything. What, for what, like three years now? Yes. Chasing Rance is a pedophile. It is on record, documented, that he has assaulted a child. And y'all standing there taking pictures and you can't tell me you don't know no, you gotta have some fucking integrity. You gotta have some integrity. Y'all are mad. Y'all get on the internet when you get fired. You tell everybody business when you get fired, but you don't do nothing or say nothing when you book on the show and there's a bitch on there that you know shouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. You don't do nothing about that. All I'm saying is what's good for the goose is good for the gander. If you can out WWE for all the fucked up shit they doing, then you can tell the truth about what's going on here as well. I don't give a fuck if it bankrupts the company. I don't care. You shouldn't be wrestling on these shows. You shouldn't even be associating yourselves with them. Fucking schools everywhere. Throw a rock, you can get a damn wrestling school. Why are you putting any money in this little bastard's pocket? Why? For what? You can go get booked somewhere else. Hell, AEW hiring everybody. <laughs> the fuck? I shouldn't laugh. The fuck is wrong with y'all? Y'all don't have no integrity. You need to get some. I don't know what to tell you, but if you'll fall, if you'll stand for everything, and you'll fall for everything too. You need to stand up for something. And you need to leave these motherfuckers where you found them, which is in the trash. But I ain't getting booked like that. You know, I don't be on shows. So I don't I'm... give a fuck. Then go get a job. <laughs> go get a goddamn job. <laughs> Clearly, it was not meant for you to be a wrestler then. Go get a job. God, don't put him in the same room with David Benoit. Jesus Christ. Go get a fucking uh... job then. But it's my passion, though, because, you know, I, 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 I'm not going to fuck with him on the show when I'm there. Nah, 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 nah. See, that's your passion. But you okay. You are okay with a man who has, you are okay with men who are assaulting other women. You're okay with your fellow wrestlers being assaulted by other men in the locker room. You're okay with this wrestler being racist to another wrestler. You're okay with that. You're all right. Everything's cool, right? Because you got to be booked, right? This is your passion. Right, you don't have no fucking integrity. You don't have no. Uh, they mm-hmm. booked her after me, though, so I should give up because they booked her after me. Yes, 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 no. you should. Yes, you should. You should go. Yeah, give it up. Walk the other fucking way. Find another way to get your passion out there so you could be seen. Man, we can have a real conversation about this right now, but I can't. It can't be recorded. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> because something. I mean, it's it's yeah, Something literally just happened. Yeah. 
but I don't, I don't know. It's just, just happening to me out here on the indie scenes with a certain person. But you know, I'm gonna keep that to myself. We'll talk offline. Oh my god! Yeah. Is it somebody right, I like? Site? Ah, somebody you just named. You was talking about. Oh hell! Um, but in hindsight, kids. Kids. <laughs> Don't be trash. Um, Back. Teddy, Scary. you know you did something. Um, whoever that documentary guy, you ain't shit. That motherfucker who bought her titties and bought that car. Um, you obviously have some self esteem issues. Um, Excuse me. So we got to get mm-hmm. you, counselor. Um, yeah, that's it. Wrestling's oh, trash. Oh. People in wrestling are trash. But kids, if you are going to be trash, put yourself in a dumpster. Okay? Just so, go ahead and take exactly. yourself out of the game. Put yourself in the dumpster. Stay away from everybody who got sense. And just be trash to yourself because that's where you belong at. By yourself in the landfill being trash. But don't be trash. Try not to be trash. Come on. Get recycled out here. Come on. Recycle yourself. To be something better. Like, Teddy, Teddy Hart should be like the like a walking PSA when it comes to professional wrestling. Like Get your shit fixed or you're going to end up like this guy. No, it's it's a simple lesson. Just because you are talented does not mean the world has to give you anything. You still have to work and you still need to be humble. If you're going to wrestle, I tell you what, first of all, you need to have integrity and respect. Respect for the sport and respect for your fellow wrestlers who actually do right. You need to make sure that you got talent or you can gain the talent, okay? And number three, above all else, respect yourself enough to be able to do what you need to do within reason. Don't be out here doing shit just because you want to go to the top of the mountain. You will get there when it's your time. The work you put in dictates when you get there. Stop falling and, and listening to what everybody else is saying or watching other people excel and you haven't gotten there yet. You will get there in due time, but you'll get there faster if you respect yourself. Don't be out here accepting anything that. just so you can get there. Not to have you know how mad she has to get for you to have get her get her preaching like this? So well, in conclusion, cool? guys, what we're saying is fuck Teddy Hart. Mm-hmm. We're saying fuck being trash out here. And we're saying guy who did the recording and got it on Peacock, he ain't shit because he just getting money profiting off this shit and not really trying to help. He didn't try to help until he got the recording. Hmm. Pretty much, off these people pain. He's he's as much a vulture as Teddy Hart is. Might be a little worse, honestly. They called me, so since I have a end with Teddy Hart, I said, "Let's go fire up the cameras and let's go talk to him." What you not? Come on, bro. Let's come off the camera real quick and talk about this. But the camera's still gonna record, and and we're gonna be able to hear everything. Like, if that's not staged. 
You know what? In that you know case, what? we turn these cameras off. So bye. You know what? <laughs> My parents always told me that trash attracts trash. So you know what? They're both trash. And on that note, we out of here. Yeah. Y'all make sure y'all go follow Trady on Twitter. Make sure you Don't follow, follow him on Instagram. Follow we love wrestling. I was finna tell him. I was finna tell him. <laughs> they be looking for me and they don't need to. They don't need to follow me. Mm-mm. I was finna tell him. Damn. Here y'all go. Make sure you follow We Love Wrestling. Better? That better? Yes. Okay. You got follow it. We Love Wrestling so you can get. All of your indie wrestling and your regular wrestling news. Okay, you can get it all from here. Okay, and make sure you follow us on Twitter. We had down for the count nineteen on Twitter because y'all don't care about our Instagram. Y'all don't give a shit. So no, they don't. They don't care. They don't care. All they care about is Twitter. That's all they care about. Jesus. Instagram ain't cracking. No. Instagram don't like us. I'm gonna start. Yeah, you. Instagram legitimately just does not like this. I'm gonna invite y'all to start collaborating on me. Y'all gonna so y'all collaborate on follow, my reels with me. Follow the accounts, and we'll see y'all next year in January. Hopefully, it'll it'll just wait, be in wait, January. wait before you close out, Tiffany. Before you close yeah. out, I got a question. Yes, I got all three of y'all on here, so I asked Nicole. I want to record with Down for the Count area of the month in 2023. Can I get that from y'all? Yes. Boom, we in new game. Sure. Okay, that's all. Go ahead, do your outro. Yeah. <laughs> Be sure to follow at We Love Wrestling on Twitter. And um, you can follow us on Twitter as well. Like I said, at Down for the Count 19. We out. We gone. Bye. Peace. Bye.